Welcome to Reno Radio. I'm your host, Naomi Finlay, Australia's renovation royalty. My podcast is all about real advice for renovating, designing beautiful spaces, tradie advice, and my weather to wonderful passion, where we interview amazing rural property owners who are turning their spaces from weather to wonderful with great design and great renos. Creating beautiful spaces doesn't have to be hard. In fact, it can be one of the most rewarding things you ever do. So join me and my impressive list of guests each week for plenty of feel-good, inspiring and real advice. This is Reno Radio. Hi guys, it's Naomi Finlay here and today I'm going to dig a little deeper into the actual renovating side of things, namely your muscle power. So you're already a research guru, right? You've found your target market, you've found your patch, you've got all that sorted. You know exactly what you're going to be knocking down, what you're going to be upgrading, what you're going to be polishing and on top of all of it, you have a timeline that is pretty much etched in stone with some flexibility, of course. So, have you figured out who's doing what? Is your favourite plumber available on the dates that you need him and that you've jotted down in your timeline? How about your electrician? Is he okay to come on the same day at the same time? And, and do you know how long they're going to be coming for? Has your carpenter or your chippy given you an updated quote that reflects all these amazing things you're going to be doing? And what if, you know, what if it starts to rain or other projects and other sites start to get in the way? Oh my gosh, it can all sometimes seem a little overwhelming on site if you aren't prepared to juggle all of these things at once. But before you run away, before you tell yourself that this is way too hard, remember that you've already done all the prep work. A big part of your renovation and the profits that you will be making relies on your team. So pull together your favourite trades to include in your renovation team. These are, you know, these are the guys and gals on the front line. These are the ones who will make your renovation goals come to life because so much is banking on this awesome group of hand-picked pros. It is so important for you that you are there to oversee things and make sure that everything and everyone meshes well together. Because at the end of the day, it's the team effort. This is not a one-man band performance. So I want you to think of it a bit like a soccer team. So you've got your midfielders, you've got your goalie, you've got your defence, you've got your star strikers. Now this is an A-League match, right? And all the players are top-notch, but this isn't a game of tennis and you need your whole team to work together as a team to win the game. And how do you do that? By having a coach. Having a coach that can guide them on their game tactics. So you you are the soccer coach in your renovating team. You are the one who will be there on the sidelines making sure that everything is streamlined all the way until the end. Now, even if you have a licensed builder as part of your team, you're still going to need to be there to oversee and to work on and to approve any changes or any obstacles that might come up with your team. So there are a few pointers that I want to share with you today to help you manage your awesome team effectively. 
And that first one is communication. The first and also the biggest and also the most important one when you're talking about managing your team. Your communication skills will mean a world of difference when it comes to the renovating for profit and your profit at the end. If your trades don't know what you want, how are they meant to make you happy? How are they meant to get that end result? And it's not as simple as passing on some plans and diagrams and then folding your legs and sitting back for the day. Sure, a detailed plan definitely helps trades see exactly what you want to achieve. But taking it further and talking and explaining and then checking to see whether your team understand what you're communicating is what it's all about. It's about connecting on a deeper level, a layer deeper than what a piece of paper with some drawings can give. And keeping in mind the sort of communication you might be using may be different for each and every trade. I'm not talking about the type of trade either. You know, your plumber obviously is in, in, interested in plumbing work and your electrician is obviously interested in wiring things. But what kind of communicator they are, what communication style they prefer as an individual. So I want you to think, let's think of a classroom. You know, let's think of yourself as a teacher, trying to teach your class the difference between a tortoise and a turtle. It can be hard to get everyone on the same page if you're just using the one style of communication. Some kids in your class will respond well to pictures. Then there'll be those that would prefer to talk about it and there'd be those that would absolutely just prefer to listen. And then there'll be those that would prefer to go to a zoo and see the tortoise and see the turtle. Now, like you, your, your trades are all unique human beings. Now, I'm not saying that you should be going onto site and schooling your team. They've been handpicked because they are professionals in their respective trades. What I am saying is that you need to cater the way, cater the way you communicate to each of them. So, some of them may prefer verbal communication, some of them may prefer to see how things are done, and others may prefer prefer to be kinesthetic, they may prefer to be hands-on and to do. So always remember to cater your communication to each person on your team, otherwise you might end up with a tortoise rather than a turtle and although they might look really similar, only one of them can swim. Alright, number two, trust them to do their job. Communicating your goals and ideas, you know, and, and then reminding your trades of those goals and of those ideas, they're, they're like great practice, right? And there's no harm in giving helpful reminders, sending out text dates of, of important milestones in the project, and, and doing this means that we avoid disappointment. But there is a massive difference between putting up checklists on the walls and breathing down the neck of your trades while they're trying to install a cabinet. You need to make sure that you give your trades the personal space they deserve. And, and not just literally, but from an overseeing side of things as well. No one likes to be micromanaged and you handpick these trades because you trust their judgment and their skill to deliver you a great renovation. 
So in that vein, always show them the trust by giving them breathing space and only check in to see where they're at in terms of your timeline and your budget without putting excessive pressure on them. Otherwise, you might find that they start to fall behind in their schedule because they're wasting too much time worrying about you micromanaging them. Number three, be flexible with the speed humps. The other important part of managing your team is to keep on top of the schedule and be flexible with any speed humps that may come along. So you know what? Our teams are not weather gods. And sometimes torrential downpour for a week will mean that renovating work will grind to a halt. And this isn't anyone's fault. It's definitely beyond your team's control and your control. So if your project's running ahead, for example, if it's ahead of schedule, you may ask your plumber to show up a week earlier and he might be able to juggle some of his other work around to make that happen. Great. But conversely, other times when he's not able to get to you in the next two days, you need to be flexible with this. So always keep in mind that your team and your trades, they have lives and they have other projects and that they are working on them as well as yours, okay? And so although a good trade will give you as much time as necessary to complete the work on your schedule, sometimes that isn't always possible. And that's why having a broad team is essential. And my last massive tip for working with your team is paying on time, okay? And it's certainly not my last and least. It's extraordinarily important. Nobody likes to be kept waiting when it comes to being paid, especially not your trades who've done the work already. They're relying on you paying the invoice to pay for the materials they've already supplied. So a trade paid is a happy one, okay? So the minute you get your invoices and the work is complete, make sure you pay those invoices and let them know. Your trades are your bloodline when it comes to renovating for wealth. So keep them happy and they will keep you very, very happy. So these are just a couple of the tips when it comes to managing your team and managing your trades whilst you're renovating. There are so many more. In fact, there's an entire system that I use to manage my team and manage my trades to make sure that I come in on time and on budget and smiling each and every time. Thanks for joining me today, guys, on Renault Radio. It has been a blast. I would love it if you subscribed so you never missed a beat of this podcast. And naturally, let me know what you think. I love to hear everyone's feedback and reviews. If you'd like to know more about all the services and content that we produce at NaomiFinlay.com, then head on over to NaomiFinlay.com. You can also keep an eye on what I'm up to on my Instagram. You can find me there at NaomiFinlayOfficial. Until next time, team, enjoy.